Welcome to the podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business by Coach James Short. This podcast is designed to help you with strategies, insights, and ways to increase sales, build and lead high-performing teams, and ultimately grow your business. Your host, James Short himself, also shares some of his secret sources on how he helps his own clients achieve business growth quickly and easily. James has been coaching those in the real estate and property industry for close to 10 years now, and his clients keep on saying, since working with James, their results have been outstanding, giving them more money, time, and fulfillment. James is offering a free strategy call to those listening to see how he can assist you to take your business to where you want to go. Simply go to jamesshort.com.au forward slash strategy and book in a time today. Now on with the show. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate and Property Business. This is Coach James Short, and we are excited for this episode today because we have the great, the rock star, the legend she is, Karen Hillen from Hillen Staff Solutions. So let's give a little bit of a, a background about Karen and her journey. She's She's got 25 years of experience in the human resources, staffing, and payroll. She's got a wealth of information, and she's going to be sharing some of her some of her tips and strategies on, on how to really get the, the, the most out of your team. She's also a member of the Australian Human Resources Institute. She's a director of Hill and Staff Solution and a certified HR coach with a diploma in human resources, a graduate diploma in public administration, graduate certificate in public sector management, and a Cert for in training and assessment with a Cert for in WHS. So she's got a wealth of experience, a wealth of information. And Karen's mission is, is providing a virtual in-house HR department at a fraction of the cost of an employee. Employee management solutions that provide the framework to manage staff, including on-demand HR advice and support, employment contracts, staff manuals, and policies. So Without further ado, let's get her on the, the call today. Karen, super excited. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. Thanks for having me, James. Love so Great to be here. Yeah, cool. So 25 experience. You would, you would have seen some, challenge, some, some challenges, some changes, some wins along the way. But what's a, if you want to give the, the audience just a little bit of a, a brief snapshot of, of how you got to, to where you are today. Yep. Okay. So uh, a lot of my experience has been in the public sector. Um, so getting a lot of experience with dealing with lots and lots of different um, issues across payroll, staffing, HR, and moving into HR because um, that's the area I'm really interested in. I like people. I like um, helping people. So I really um, like being able to um, help small businesses now, translating all of that experience I have, um, making sure that they understand um, what they need to know because a lot of the time a small business doesn't know that they need an employment contract or some policies or what the correct pay rate is, for instance. And it's not because they're trying to do the wrong thing. It's just because they don't even know where to start looking. So um, when I had an opportunity to leave the public sector and go out on my own, um, that's where I really wanted to go because I wanted I, um, my husband runs a small business so I could see that there was a real need to be able to help people that want to do the right thing but um, potentially don't know where to look. 
So true. And that's really like, they only know what they know, right? Like business owners are so focused yeah, on absolutely. growing their business and there's, there's many facets to, to growing a business. And when it comes to, you know, it comes to team, when it comes to all those policies and procedures around that, it's just like you need someone in your corner like yourself to really come in and with your, with your own toolkit go, okay, cool. This is what we need. We need this. We need that. Because it, once it's it, obviously, I would imagine it's forever changing as, as well. The requirements. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and also too, providing them with uh, some guidance. So you don't get the, the, the knock on the door saying, uh, do you know that this is not in place or, or this is being done incorrectly. So that's great news. Well done. Yeah, definitely. And, and I suppose that's the thing, you know, like you're running a business because you're good at what you do. So using real estate as an example, we've just bought and sold property. Um, I wouldn't attempt to do because I'm so, same sort of thing, whoever it might be, they're good at what they do. They know what they need to know. Um, so, you know, they just shouldn't have to worry about, am I paying the correct pay rate? What do I need to know? How much leave does a person get? How can I motivate somebody? What do I do if somebody's not really um, performing well? Um, it could be because they've got some personal issues and they're just not 100% on top of their game or it might be because they need some training. So, um yeah, you shouldn't need to be on top of all of that. You should be doing what you're good at. Yeah, totally. Now, if you look at, I guess, <clears throat> so looking at fast forward to, to where you are today, what type of, of businesses are you working with and, and how are you working with them? Okay, yeah. So I work with um, small businesses. So most of the businesses I work with um, have a small team. So anywhere from three staff, I think it's my smallest client, um, up to about a hundred, um, usually around the hundred marks. Some businesses will actually have an in-house HR manager, um, because there's a lot more to do. Um, but depending on, you know, what you need, um, even businesses that have, you know, 70, 80, 90, hundred employees, quite often won't need a full-time resource um, so they can have a service like I provide. So I do that in a number of ways. Um, it's a virtual service, so um, you don't need to be paying me or anyone else as an employee. Um, you just um, have me basically on tap to ask the questions you need and I also um, use a couple of different systems. So um, I, I just tailor it to what the business needs sometimes a business won't want to use a cloud-based system so we don't use it um, we'll use some other tools um, but I really always make sure that I'm tailoring it for the needs of the business because it's important to make sure they're getting what they need not what I just think is going to fit every single business because it doesn't work like that so, true. so yeah, so mostly a virtual HR manager service really where people know that they can call or email me whenever they need to about whatever problem they might have. So it could be um, somebody's just, uh, you know, um, one of my clients this morning was talking to me about one of their employees that's just lost his driver's licence. What do I do? So very, very range of things. And, and, and dealing with people, you would have a many array of different uh, things that have come your way, which we're yep. not going to get into those details today. Um, obviously, getting on the journeys, uh, like you've obviously with, with your experience and, and what you've seen, there's, there's obviously been some some challenges along the way that have shaped you in relation to to your own journey and your own business. Obviously, you've come through the other side, which is great. What have been some of those challenges that you've really 
identified, worked through, and you've come through the other side that have shaped you to where you are today? Having really good support has been really important. Um, you can't do everything yourself and you can't know everything yourself. So um, I think if I didn't have good support around me, so, you know, good advisors, um, good business coach, good accountant, you know, all of those sorts of things to help you with what you don't know, um, I would have thrown it in a long time ago. Um, I don't want to work as an employee. I like the flexibility of having my own business, but there would have been times where I would have just thrown my hands up and said, it's all too hard. I'll just go and get a paycheck every fortnight and still do what I'm good at. But um, having support of um, people that are experts in their field has been um, essential. Um, So things like marketing and, you know, um, what to do and, you know, what's the best way to go about getting leads or marketing and what should you be doing Um, and and just, I think, um, having people to, to support you, to keep you focused and keep you on the right track so you're not heading off spending a whole heap of money on stuff that you shouldn't be. I think we've all done that. I know I definitely have. Um, <laughs> but hopefully minimising that. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. On the flip side though, you've had some great successes, some great wins along the way. What are some of those wins and successes that you, you know, put your stake in the ground and go, yep, we did a, a really good job there or some great results there. What are some of those that you, you can share? Yeah, so I suppose um, in the business, um, creating an online platform, I'm really proud of that. Uh, So it supports my clients. They can go on there and they can get all of the information that they will need to know. So things like pay rates, links to awards, checklists about performance management, recruitment, leave, entitlements. It's pretty much a one-stop shop of information. So it's um, information that you can get in other places all in one spot. So instead of going on to somewhere maybe like the Fair Work website, um, which has got some absolutely fantastic information, sometimes it's a bit hard to navigate. I've Mm. got all of that in one spot. So my clients have access to that, but it's also a good um, place for people who may not be able to afford my services to start off with. Um, They can also go in and, and grab those resources as a starting point. So I'm really proud of being able to put that together to be able to help people and have a point um, to to be able to go to. Um, And also to to get to, I think, about six years in business and and not have thrown the towel in. Um, (laughs) That's a big achievement. I'm proud of that too. Totally. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, Um, So, yeah. Great. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, one of the questions I've been dying to ask you for a while now obviously we've known each other for a little while and 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 this is a question that i that i asked a lot of the guests on on the show is high performing teams yes what what makes a high performing team and what where do business owners fall short in creating these high performing teams okay There's a few elements and it really does start from making sure that you recruit well. Um, Getting somebody who's going to fit with your culture is really important. So spending the time in the beginning, making sure that you're getting somebody who's a really good fit for your business 
um, is a great starting point. So often I see people, they're desperate for staff, so they'll recruit. <laughs> They'll recruit quickly because they just need somebody into the team and then they'll find they're not a good fit. They don't align to the the values of the business owner and the team. So those mismatches are going to cause problems right from the beginning. Mm. So spend the time, um, spend the time working out what you need in that team member and how they're going to fit with the rest of the team. And also reference checking is really important. Um, And again, talk about things like um, culture fit and values. Find out off the referees whether that person does have the same values as as you and your team because if that fits good, um, they're going to perform a lot better than if there's a mismatch there. So that I think is super important. Um, And also to make sure that when they are actually in a team that they fit really well with, they're going to be happy, so they're going to perform well. So those things I think are really important. You can train for a lot of the other things that you need, skill, um, you know, the way to do things in a business. But if you've got a happy team member, they're going to perform really well because they're going to be happy to be there. They're going to be happy to go the extra mile. Um, They're not going to run out the door at 5 o'clock if you need them to do something extra for you. Um, And they're just going to want to do well for you Um, and I see that with some of the clients that I have one in particular she's built a great culture in her team and they don't stay back till six and seven o'clock every night but if they need to stay back to do something they'll do it but on the other side if they've got to go and see a school performance or something like that no problem they will be able to go and do that and they don't have to put in leave for half a day or something like that. So it's a, it's a real give and take thing as well. So culture is super important as far as I'm concerned in, in making sure that you've got happy people that want to perform. Fantastic. Oh, love yeah. that. Love those points. Love those points. Which then sort of segues into the next question around leadership. Um, what do you find, what makes up a great leader within a team? And where do you find, well, if you look at the business owners, where do you find the business owners fall short on their leadership capabilities? Um, okay, with leadership, it's really important to lead by example. And I know it sounds like a cliche, but it's so true. Um, again, I've seen business owners where they'll just be absent. Um, so it's difficult for their team to have um, an idea of which way they're supposed to be going because they've sort of just, oh, yeah, I've got the team there, they'll handle it. And there's no... Um, sort of leadership to follow because they're never there or they slack off or they treat the customers badly or whatever there is that might be going wrong. So, again, it really is about making sure that you're setting a great example, um, that you've got that great team culture, that you treat people well in your business and you treat your customers well. Um, You know, there's a really good saying by Richard Branson about um, making sure that you're treating your employees well and that's the number one thing and then that will transfer to your customers and clients. So the big thing for me in leadership is to make sure that you're setting the good example and that you're not just telling people what to do but you're not living those values so again a lot of it does come back to you know culture and values and and making sure that people um are following your good example so and true. i suppose 
sorry, I was just going to say to developing people too. So some people don't want to be leaders and they'll never be in a role where they want to do that. Some people just want to come to work, do their job. They're technically really good, but they may not make a good leader. It doesn't make them not a bad employee. It's just not what they want to do. Um, I've spent a fair bit of time working for the New South Wales, uh, Fire and Rescue New South Wales, as they're called now, and um, they work very much on promoting people because they're good on the fire ground. Um, That doesn't always translate um, into being a good manager. Um, So um, I saw that a lot where, don't get me wrong, there are some great managers and leaders there, but um, it doesn't always translate. If you're technically good at a job, it's not always going to translate into being a good leader. So true. That's like recognising it. Yeah, that's like the super salesperson then thrown into managing your team and it's like, oh, my goodness, you just blown your sales. Yeah, yeah. um, So Yeah, what I liked about that, Karen, is is a multi-layer thought process around that you know leading by example on all aspects of the business not just being you know a rock star in in one but it's you know, being, a, being a leader and having that example on how you treat the customers how you walk yeah. the talk and, and walk the walk with your values and your culture and all components of business so that's what I love yeah. it's like it's not just one area it's it's the whole component so people can really look up and and be inspired to that leader within the organization yep definitely and i think emotional intelligence as yeah. well is really important totally um, love it. yeah look you know i've seen some people that again are technically really good at their job and they might be um really technically brilliant but if they don't have a level of emotional intelligence and they don't know how to treat people and they don't have empathy and they don't understand um, how to treat people in different ways and they don't have self-awareness, um, that can be a problem as well. Yeah. So having a good level of, so, of um, emotional intelligence and being aware of your own emotional intelligence is important as well. So true. So true. Yeah. So if you were to give three pieces of advice for those in the business world in relations to, you know, teams or HR or or your area of expertise, what would be those three pieces of advice be? Have some structure. So um, have employment contracts and HR policies and um, make sure that people know what those policies are. So educate. Um, employment and contracts are important because it gives people some guidance, not only um, about their start date, what they're getting paid, when they're getting paid, but it'll give them some ideas about um, their conditions of employment, things like that as well. So it's a good starting point. Um, HR policies and procedures, again, gives people some boundaries and some structure. So I find employees like to know what the expectations are. So having that structure um, You don't have to have 20 HR policies, especially for a small business, but at least a code of conduct so people know what you expect. Um, And then if you do have to performance manage someone, you have got something to refer to. Um, So I suppose that's one thing, the structure. Um, The second thing would be, again, around recruiting well, um, making sure that you do spend the time getting the right people in your business um and a great culture and developing people so um again i think 
that would be my number one, making sure you have a really good culture because if you've got happy people, mm. they're going to well a difference. well. So does. And, you know, I've been, I've worked with businesses that don't have a good culture. They have high turnover, which costs them a lot of money. They're constantly recruiting. People aren't happy. Um, and that costs the business a lot of money. Yeah. So, yeah, number one for me really is about having a great culture and um, treating your staff well. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. So you mentioned before about, you know, obviously your own personal journey, having having the, the right support team in place. Who have been some of the, I guess, the, the mentors, coaches, advisors, books, courses that you've, you've, you've drawn upon over the years um, that have really helped you on your journey? Um, I'm not a huge reader, but I love audio books. So um, I found um, that there are some great books that you can um, read or listen to. For me personally, um, I like a lot of um, books that um, are related to leadership, um, team. Um, There are some great books by Patrick Lencioni, I think his name is. Um, The Ideal Team Player is one of my favourites. That talks a lot about team culture and fit. Um, So, yeah, just reading a lot of books, making sure that you're getting a lot of support. Um, Like I said before, having um, good support. Um, I don't have a bookkeeper because I actually like doing my own books, which I know is a bit crazy. But um, if the, if you're not good at that, get someone who is good at it. Yeah. And also making sure that you have some good um, coaches in different areas. Um, I've had um, a few different um, coaches for different things along the way. And um, I find that really helps because it keeps me focused. Um, I tend to lose focus quite easily. So having somebody I'm accountable to, um, I find is really good. Fantastic. So what's coming up for you? What's what's the the, the future look like for you? What are the key projects that you're working on? Um, Just really working on um, my online platform to make sure that that's providing really great value for people that are subscribed to it and to my clients and really focusing on the virtual side of the business. Um, So it doesn't matter where I am. Um, I do a little bit of travelling backwards and forwards up and down the coast, Um, but that shouldn't matter to my clients because they're going to get the same service wherever that is. So really just making sure that I'm always focusing on my clients and and providing the best service I can and making sure I'm keeping up to date with legislation changes and everything and things like doing, you know, I recently did an emotional intelligence workshop so I can keep on top of all of that so I can provide that information back to my clients as well. Fantastic. So where can the, where, where can the audience and the listeners find out more or where can you send them to, to get more information? Um, so I've got two websites. Um, I've got my hillandstaffsolutions.com.au website. So that's my website about just me generally. Um, but there's also uh, myhrpartner.com.au and that's the online platform that, um, that you can access and get some really good information. Um, happy for people always to give me a call or email if they want to just have a chat about something. I'm always happy just to have a chat with people. Um, I don't charge by the six-minute lot or anything <laughs> like that if people are really wondering something and they're not too sure. Yep. Um, I'm always happy to have a chat with someone and just have a bit of a chat so they can understand what they might need. So happy for people to give me a call as well. Wow. All my details are on the website. 
Fantastic. Well, really appreciate it. There's some golden insights and some some tips and, and strategies to really help you to grow your business and really appreciate your time and expertise today. No worries. Thanks for having me. I've Thanks, enjoyed Karen. it. Thanks. 